Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Soul Surgery Podcast. My name is Nikki Clinch, and I am your host. So this week's episode is such a nourishing one. I get to sit with the amazing Koya Webb, and we speak all things surrender. We speak about surrendering to the feminine, about the invitation right now of surrendering out of the mind, out of the knowing, out of the forcing, pushing, grasping, doing aspect led by the conditioning and the programming of our past, that masculine doing aspect and surrendering to a place of listening, to a place of feeling, to a space of vulnerability, softness, nurture, care. And it's not just for those who identify as women, but for all beings right now, that this is the invitation for the depth of healing that is required. We also speak about how to navigate through points of pain and fear in a way that helps us birth through to the other side. Um, And Koya just shares such beautiful pockets of wisdom um, of her own practice and her own process. Koya is an internationally recognized yoga teacher, celebrity holistic health coach, author, speaker, and vegan activist, whose core mission is to promote daily self-care, oneness, and eco-friendly living to combat some of the world's biggest challenges, including mental health, social injustices, and global warming. And she really is a force of love. Being in her presence, she just exudes love. She exudes care. She exudes a a really powerful higher frequency that we should all be fed by, (laughs) not just by Koya, by by, by that energy, that energy of nurture, the energy of healing, the energy of hope and possibility. So I hope that you find this episode useful. Please do share with me any moments of insight that you have. Um, and if you love the episode, share it with those, those that you do love in your life. Leave us a review because your reviews matter. And do join us and subscribe for the channel. So that's enough for me. Over to the episode with Koya Webb. Koya Webb, thank you so much for coming to sit with me on the Soul Surgery podcast and for my Surrender series. Let's begin. I just want to know, how are you today? How are you doing? I am well. I'm really well. I feel I feel surrendered. I'm in a very, very surrendered time in my life right now. Yeah, you were saying to me earlier before we started recording, you were saying it's you're you're so in the deep feminine, in the space of the feminine. And I I'd love to hear more about that. Like where are you in your healing and what's bringing this on and what are you learning from it? Oh, I'm learning so <laughs> much, so much, especially as a woman who is an entrepreneur and very ambitious and very driven. And, you know, I tend to have a very natural, um, healthy portion of masculine energy <laughs> within um, everything that that I do, you know, as a, as a leader. And so where we are in the world, I feel like we're in a deep need of nurturing, a deep need of mm-hmm. healing. And that happens with more of the divine feminine, not just from, you know, feminine identifying people, but from everybody. Um, so nurturing in the way of conversation, nurturing in the way of listening, of holding, of expression, mm-hmm. full expression. So 
knowing as an empath that that's what the world needs. Like, even though I am a leader ambitious, I'm actually mirroring it myself and in my own life. So that means wearing more dresses. It means expressing myself. It means talking about my feelings. It means listening to others, holding others. It's just so, I can't even explain it. It just almost happened naturally during the pandemic. I had more conversations and it just naturally, I just naturally flowed into it as part of my work. You are so speaking my language. Like my whole body is like, yes, yes. Like uh, everyone I speak to right now is in the same invitation, in the same healing, you know, really learning how to listen, really trusting what we hear and being led by something that is nurturing and nourishing. Uh, You know, I just can't believe how much rest and softness is benefiting my creative growth. It's allowing more creativity. Um, Mm. I I have this whole thing now. It's the more I sleep, the more creative I am. And I just find it so profound that in softness, power can be birthed through, but it's a different kind of power, isn't it? It's a, it's, it's like the mother power. The power of it's mother. mother power. It's an intentional yeah. power. I think when yes. we move more into the divine feminine, there is more intention and we're moving from more from the soul and the heart space versus the mind space and what we feel yeah. like what we think is right. We do more what we feel is right. And I think that's a, a huge differentiator, especially when we talk about how do we, you know, look at these systems of oppression and, and change them. Not only we can't just think because, you know, when we're just thinking, you know, we, we tend to do things similar than as what we did with the past. And, and we see, we also tend to like look at numbers and it, it, everything isn't measurable when it comes to feelings and emotions. You have to actually talk to people and understand their perspective. And, and that's all divine feminine. That's all surrendering mm-hmm. to the fact that we don't know what we don't know. And the only yeah. way to know what we don't know is to ask and to hold yes. space for communication. Absolutely. I'm the space of leaning into the unknowing and, and being able to listen from that space. Like what, what can we hear in the space of the unknown? And, and, and from that place, new possibilities can be born because like you said, everything in the mind has come from the past. Everything Mm. in the mind is already programmed. And, and so, you know, with this invitation, it's very vulnerable because we're being invited to literally step out of survival, survival tools, the way that we have survived our identities, our gripping on our protections and, and, and dropping into spaces where we have to really feel and be with that vulnerability and learn how to trust. So what triggered it for you, for your own Koya Web, your healing. What triggered the invitation to drop deeper into the feminine for you? Oh, I mean, you know, most recently, w- when I wrote my book, "Like Your Fears Make You Fierce," like I initially <laughs> wrote it, and I haven't talked about this much on on podcasts, 
But initially I wrote it because I was like, I want to share all the tools that I've learned to help me heal and to help Mm -hmm. me step into my power and help me, you know, um, you just live my dreams of, you know, help being a service to others, build my own company. And how did I get through all of the, the hurdles and all of the setbacks and things like that with meditation, yoga, shock work, and these things. That was my, that was my intention, right? Just to share. It so other people have these tools. I did not know <laughs> that I was going to go through a reliving and a healing and a full on surrender and full breakdown of my personal life, of my business. Like, it's just like everything was challenged when I wrote that book, including even how the book looked. Like, it's it all was like, these are all the lessons that you need to learn or you should have learned to provide this information to the world. How are you doing? And I was just like, oh my goodness. I wrote this book for myself, you know? And yeah. so it was just a surrender to the fact that, yes, all these tools help me, but all these tools actually looking at all of them, are, are they re-helped me surrender again at another level. Mm-hmm. And I highly suggest if you have a book in your life that changed your life and it's been like five years, maybe 10 years, revisit mm-hmm. it. And see if you have a different or even more awareness, because that's what happened. It's like I gather all this information that I, you know, got over the last decade. When I looked at it all together, I had an entirely new um, journey into the divine feminine of surrendering again to meditation, surrendering again to chakra work and going deeper into hypnotherapy, going deeper into EMDR that I'd never done before, Mm -hmm. going deeper into my daily um, use and working with the chakras and infusing, um, you know, the hypnotherapy, infusing, you know, baths and crystals, infusing more into those practices and Mm -hmm. I did a lot more healing after I wrote my book um, collectively, and it just shook a lot of things in my world. Yeah, I love it. I I was thinking as you're speaking how, wow, Hay House must watch all of us go through these huge metamorphosis processes when we, when we sign up for a book, because I had the same thing. I, I was signed to write a book called warrior woman, which is all about empowering women, everything I'd learned to get through my life and to get through the difficult times. And then of course my whole life just started crumbling (laughs) as I was writing the book and marriage breakdown, identity dissolving. And so of course I called the book surrender because it was the deepest, deepest process to even grow into the one who writes the book. And I, I love that because what I hear is, and this goes for everybody listening, when there's an, when there's an invitation or an initiation to really honor, uh, what you believe or what your vision is or what your intention is, then you will then be invited to live it to, to live the lessons and learn them again and experiencing them again, which when you look at where we are in the world right now, isn't it, isn't that what's happening Like on a bigger level? It feels like a, an enormous initiation of human beings of each individual life 
I mean, it's so big what's happening now. What, what is your take on where we are right now? Absolutely. I, I think we're in a place of global healing. You know, we're in a place of global healing. And we all have to realize that we are the solution. I just went through this online course with um, one of my mentors, Sadhguru, and he has this inner engineering program. And his quote that was really profound, and I think everyone needs to hear this, is that you are the solution. And it is so important for people to realize that it doesn't matter what you decide you do. Hopefully you're doing the things that bring you joy. That's one of my philosophies. In my book, I talk about the love bank where you just do everything that brings you joy and see you know, where which one has the highest resonance and that's where you put your energy, right? And so mm-hmm. when you're doing those things that bring you joy, you realize doing in doing what brings you joy, you become the solution that you were sent here to be. And every mm-hmm. single one of us is part of the collective healing. Not one of us is exempt. So it doesn't matter if you are president of the United States or you just choose to go through life inhaling and exhaling, you're still part of the solution, right? And sometimes mm-hmm. we want to put more importance on you know, this person or that person, but we're all so, so, so very, 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 very valuable and important. And that's my message um, that I I try to share with everyone to just understand like how important it is for each and every one of us to be well and for each and every one of us to be be living fully and, and fully expressed. And so that's what I try to do in my book is just help people see, well, where are there places in you that doesn't feel fully expressed? That's what I try to do with myself on a daily basis, because we all have times when we feel more expressed and we feel like we're, we're living full. And that full expression is our divine feminine, just to go back to that. The divine feminine is like expression. And so when we become full express, we are a part of the solution um, in what way we should be. And so my goal is just to help everyone just kind of fully express so that they can be a part of, of the healing of humanity, which is what I think we're in and what, which is what I think we're always in, you know, our cells reproduce, you know, every 21 days, you know, where our cells are reproduced, our body is regenerating, our skin is regenerating. So the, the, I guess the science behind nature and, and, and our humanness is in a constant state of reproduction. Just like our bodies, the world is, is constantly reproducing, shedding the old, birthing the new. So we have to realize like we're all constantly in a cycle. This cycle won't stop. We will always have to. We can't hold on. You know, in reality, I think we want to hold on to the way things were and the way things should be. That's actually not even real. To me, it's actually a constant evolution, a constant unfolding. And the more we try to hold on to things as they used to be, the more painful it will be to release. It's like you have, a, you you know, you're holding on to a rope on a truck and you could just let go and be fine. But instead we want to hold on when the truck is moving and we get dragged, right? And so that's what happens when we try to hold on to things that are, making their way out so that it can be detoxed and so there can be a renewal. And that is exactly what we, you know, what surrender means to me is that that moment of, of, of being able to let go of the rope, which can feel like a death. 
in the moment. It can feel like a death because we think that we're holding on so that we can be okay. But in my experience, and I'd love to hear yours, when we are courageous enough to let go and we let the the old dissolve, then then birth becomes possible. Something new becomes possible. Um, I, I speak about it a lot uh, just because it's such a profound moment. You know, there's a moment in childbirth where the the mother is hits 10 centimeters, which is called transition. And just at the point where she hits 10 centimeters, which is, you know, when she's ready to push and birth the child, all this fear and terror rushes through the mother. And it's it's always in transition where the mother starts thinking that she might die. I need to go. I, I, need, I can't do this. I need to get up. And in that exact moment is when birth is possible. Mm. That that is when new life gets birthed through. And so in this resistance of that moment, we're also resisting a birthing of something new. <laughs> yeah. That's so, I love that visual. That is such a beautiful visual. And that also is an alignment with like, let your fears make you fierce. Because you have a fear, like I can't do this. But if you let it make you fierce, which means let it let let it align you with love. Your fears are mm -hmm. just signposts that you're yeah. transitioning, that you're scared, mm -hmm. that you feel like you might be in harm. But when you move forward in love, beauty can be birthed. When you surrender to love, mm -hmm. beauty can be birthed, and that's fierce. Every single mother is fierce because they've went through that transition, right? They've had it, whether it um, be naturally through through um, vaginal or even with you know um, C sections and things like that. Like it's 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 a transition of something that you've nurtured for a long time, and now mm -hmm. it's being birthed into the world. So I think you know if we can look at our fears, if we look at when we're holding on to the rope. And we surrender to letting go because we know that we're surrendering to love. Mm -hmm. That's when we're, we're we're supported and we're able to have this experience. But it's not painless, <laughs> you know. Sometimes it, it it sometimes are painful than others, and and it's not about us. And, it, and it's almost like we have to know. And I feel like this is hard when you're in. It. It's we have mm -hmm. to know when we're in it that the pain is not going to last always. And I know some yeah. people are listening to this podcast in pain, right? Yeah. So you have to know, like childbirth, life going through surgery, like anything in life, even lifting weights, it's painful for a little while. But once you go through the pain, once that transition happens, there is beauty on the other side. There is growth on the other side. There is expansion on the other side. But sometimes we can get so stuck in the pain and thinking this is going to last forever that we don't let go of the world and we actually experience more pain. And so mm -hmm. that's that's where we have to kind of shift into the surrender of like, okay, I know this is not going to last always. So I'm going to surrender and I'm going to move forward in love. When we surrender and move forward in love, then we can be birthed into this new reality. But if we don't have that point of surrender, 
then we can't mm. get to the fears. We can't, we're still on the fear side. And so yes. once we acknowledge our fear, acknowledge the pain, like, oh, this hurts, but I'm going to push, right? Mm. Oh, this hurts, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. Once we acknowledge, not saying like, oh, it doesn't hurt and it's hurting, right? We have to acknowledge the pain because our body is signaling for a reason like, oh, this is uncomfortable. So once we acknowledge that we're able to move through it, sometimes it's more complex than that. Sometimes we need therapists and sometimes we need yeah. like different modalities. Like I've used, you know, therapy, MDR, to so sometimes process the pain before yeah. we move forward, right? Um, yeah. And so I think those are all things that are important to acknowledge that one, there is pain, there is anger, there is fear. There are things mm -hmm. that we get we get scared about. And then two, mm -hmm. we have to come to a point of surrender to transition. And then yeah. three, sometimes we not might not be able to do that alone. Sometimes we need to be able to ask for help and support. And to yes. me, that's also a form of surrender. Absolutely. And what I also hear in what you're saying, it's so important for everybody to hear this, is that we all feel the same things. This is universal. And, and, and I think when you're in it, it's easy to think you're the only one in it. But actually, all of us experience a very similar process. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to get so many human beings to talk about this process, because everybody is saying different details, details, but similar things. We all experience the same fear, the same pain, the same, we go through a similar process of transformation. It may look different. We may deal with it slightly differently, but it's universal, the experience of it. And so we're not alone. In fact, we're in this together. So it's, it's important to be able to share it, talk about it, uh, and to know you're not alone. Let other people see you who feel safe. Um, and, and I think that that is one of the healing gifts that's happening right now. I don't know whether you're noticing this, but the filter of which people are, are connecting with each other is dissolving. It's like people are reaching out more to those that they can see that are also on a healing journey um, and connecting deeper and quicker with each other. Are you seeing that as well? I feel like absolutely. I feel like social media is creating a place where you can reach out to people who are not necessarily in your same, you know, um, vicinity. And I think that make gives you more access um, to more people. And when you have access to more people, you have an ability to connect on on deeper levels when, you know, someone might be in another part of the world, but they're going through the same thing. And I think that's beautiful, again, to feel like you're, you're not alone. Um, and I feel like people are really, you know, taking advantage of that. Like they're joining Zoom groups and they're creating groups and they're talking about, you know, different things, whether it's Black Lives Matter or Me Too movement. Like those are huge, huge movements where people come together and like things that they wouldn't normally talk about say, okay, let's sit down and have a conversation. And so I think when those conversations are had, then the healing can happen. And so, yes, I definitely feel like this is a time where people are like, okay, we got to talk about this. You know, it has to be revealed to be healed. You have to heal, <laughs> reveal it to heal it. And so I think people are saying, okay, I'm willing to talk about it, even though it's uncomfortable, even though it's painful, even though sometimes it feels easier just to not say anything. They're leaning into that fear and 
allowing it to evolve. And that's what, you know, I encourage and let your fears make you fierce. It really starts with you, you know, not looking outside of you or saying this person should do this or they should do that. It's really about you getting the, the, the confidence to say, I don't know. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. I want to have a conversation. And, and it, as long as each and every one of us are willing to have a conversation about this is where I'm scared, this is where I'm confused, this is where I'm uncertain or unsure, then we open ourselves, we're vulnerable enough to receive someone else's fears or where they're they're scared or frustrated or angry. And I feel like that's what's been happening over the last couple of years. People are reala realizing their strength and vulnerability and they're surrendering mm -hmm. to that vulnerability. And in that space, we're able to connect and we're able to hear each other and we're able to meet each other, you know, in that field of love and, and make strides towards a, a healthier reality for all of us. That's beautiful. So can you share with us what is your ritual or practice with when fear is moving through you? Things seem to be changing so quickly right now. I don't know about you, but I have, we are in New Zealand right now. Things are getting pretty intense here. Um, uh, pretty intense, quick and hard and fast. And even for someone that has done a lot of work on myself, I've had days when it has been jolting, jolting to my system. And I have really had to go back to the basics of of well-being, energy, well-being, uh, emotional well-being, mental well-being. For you, have you had those hard days and how do you take care of yourself when you're going through them? Oh, number one, I just take a dip, deep, deep, deep breath. <sighs> just inhale through the nose and exhale through the mouth. I try to make my exhale longer than my inhale and just... And I just keep taking that inhale and exhale, inhale and exhale. And then I feel my shoulders relax. I feel chills in my body. I'm like, okay, there's spirit. You know, I believe breath is spirit. I believe it's our free tool that each and every one of us have to energize us if we need to, like with a fast breath or calm us down, get us into our parasympathetic nervous system with the slow mm -hmm. inhale and exhale. And so that's my first go-to when I get jarred by the news or by a trigger. Someone says something to me or done some, does something to me that is, that is hurtful or harmful. I just straight away go to the breath. Mm. And then I like, I do breath work. I do the holotropic breath work. So, and I do transformational letter writing as well. Um, and I take my community through it. Um, the new moon and the full moon, I have transformational writing sessions because I feel like we're holding on to so much. And sometimes you don't want to dump all that on your friends. Sometimes you don't, you can't even process it. And so having opportunities, which I, I recommend to everyone listening, if not every day, which sometimes, I mean, I do transformational letter writing a couple times a week, just because I work with a lot of people and it's a way not to project um, pain and triggers and things you're working on mm -hmm. onto other people. You just write down like how you feel, how you are harmed, like, and you write it down and then you give yourself an apology. I'm sorry. You know, mm -hmm. you pretend like you're the person that harmed you. You're the thing that harmed you and you give yourself an apology. So I do the breath. 
Um, I do holotropic breath work and then I do transformational letter writing. Those are like, you know, and I do meditation every day. I do yoga every day. Um, I think eating an alkaline, um, plant-based uh, diet mm-hmm. is important to keep your body alkaline versus acidic. But the transformational letter writing and breath work is really powerful when it comes to trauma. It's really powerful when it comes to holding on to negative emotions, to when when that news hits you, when you're frustrated because people are treating you disrespectfully or treating, treating other people in the world. That really quickly um, can shift uh, the energy so you don't take that energy and put it into your, your body, your organs. And so that's something that I do on a regular basis, on a daily basis. Um, I do breath work, um, also hypnotherapy. Sometimes when I feel like it's a reoccurring pattern of uh, negative thinking or negative thoughts. Um, I'll, I'll do hypnotherapy. I'm like, okay, let me get this thought out of my head, you know? And so, and again, these are some of the, the tips that I, I share in my book as well, just to like go through each chakra and from the root and say, okay, where am I feeling safe and secure and supported? Yeah. Where am I feeling not expressed? And I go through all of my chakras and I do that chakra work at least on a weekly basis. So I definitely have a lot of tools because I'm working a lot with people. So I have to make sure that I'm a healthy container and vessel to like kind of pour through this information. So, but I would say my top two are transformational letter writing and breath work. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that with me and with us. I love how similar our processes are. I think after a while, there are just certain holdings and modalities that just are are always nurturing and nourishing through the healing process. So, uh, you know, breath work and writing and energy clearing, it's just the same is going on over here too. (laughs) I promote and support everything that you just said. So one last question, what message do you want to, for everyone to hear right now in relation to where we are and where you hold an intention for us to be going? (laughs) My message to you would be, you are enough. Hmm. You are enough just as you are. Know that you are enough. Know that you are valuable beyond measure. And the more you wake up and realize that every single day, the more you're going to be a blessing to the world with what you choose to do, how you choose to show up, how you choose to express. So just knowing that you are enough. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Koya Webb. I like saying your whole name because you're such a big force. <laughs> you, you, you need to say your whole name. <laughs> you are, you're a beautiful force. The field around you is so alive and vibrant. And thank you for being a generous space of love and healing in this world. I really appreciate you and your time for being here with us. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me.